Pre-feast. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Here. Steph March. I have a little bit of a craggy voice today, so you guys are going to have to suffer A little it. craggle. A little craggle. Um, but boy, do we have a great show we have coming just, up for you. I know. I know. We did a lot of... I know you were gone last week. I know, and I felt bad, but I, know, I was but like, it okay. just happens. You had to do it. <clears throat> but we did talk a little bit about getting ready, cleaning out your cabinets, oh. like looking through your pantry, Yes. looking for like the platters, looking for the things. So we have a little bit of the pre-prep. For like your house and stuff, and yeah, mentally. So I know we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, turkey and stuff. I have learned a few things this week that I might change up. Oh, I know. I love learnings. Good stuff. So excited. Okay, so it is the pre-feast. Let's just like level set. We have guests today that are going to talk to us about getting set up for the feast, feast offerings. I seem to think that generally. January, or excuse me, <laughs> February 18th. Oh, God, wow. what wow. is happening? Wow. I seem to think that November 18th is a real hard stop for a lot of ordering dates. Yes. So this really is the week, friends, to kind of get your shizzle on and figure out what the plan is. Yeah, because next week it's it. That's it. Um, so we're going to talk about some exciting different things. <laughs> like I'm just pulling up my grid. What are you doing? You're obviously like scrolling through I'm something. trying to find my um my grid. Okay. So uh how was your week, Stephanie? I was out every single week, which is partly why my voice is as it is. Oh. I basically did not eat home except for on Monday night. Like that was just like yes. what happened. And and that's I'm not complaining that what's that's a great that's a great thing. It's other than I think obviously I've been yelling at like busy restaurants and bars. Yes, uh, or over and the above fray. the din. Yeah. So um, you know, happy to say that the election turned out the way that I was hoping. Yep. <laughs> and so I was less stressed about that. Um And didn't it just feel good, like whether I don't know, maybe if you're on uh the opposing team you don't feel this way, but I just felt good that people voted. That like this system of democracy that always feels so fragile. Yeah. Seems to have held up. Yeah. Seems to work for the most part. Yeah. And that just felt good. And also, like, you heard people conceding races. You heard yeah, people saying kind it. things about their opponent. Someone even said, like, anytime someone steps up to serve, to represent their country in politics or in government, I, ju- I think that's worth applauding. Yeah. Like, that kind of civic <clears throat> duty coming back in. And, you know, we saw people that haven't been represented before. The Gen Z first person. Wow. Right? A lot of LGBTQ people. A lot of people of color. A lot of women. 
you know, politics and the democracy to me has always felt like it should represent the body politic. Yeah. And we're getting closer. We're getting closer. And that all felt good to me. Yeah. No, I was happy about that too. And I felt like, I felt like just the process and, and it felt a little bit even, I, I don't want to say like back to normal because I think it felt better than before. I think, you know, it felt better than normal because I think we are more, at least, me and my generation and my people and like my friends and everything else, we are more in tune than I ever have been to what's going on. And I'm appreciative for that. Yeah. I also felt like I really like studied the school board things and the referendums and some of the judges and the sheriff races, some of the things that before, if I'm being completely honest, I probably would have just gone through my party list. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily vote completely on my party list. I, what is that split your ticket? Oh, you I, did. I, I looked at some of the people's qualifications and I looked at people's experiences and I read a voter guide and I felt good about that. Okay. Because I feel like some of these races that normally get overlooked are becoming more and more important. Yeah. So that's good. There you go. Nice. So that was fun. So, yeah. So then after that, it's like, I think I was out every single night just like doing things like doing work, but also like, you know, hanging out and everything else. We had, there was a little bit of birthday, a little bit of hanging out with some other friends that I haven't seen in a while. So it was kind of nice. Yeah. Super fun. I did go to a new brewery oh, and had a book signing last night at Under Pressure Brewing in yeah, Golden, Golden Valley. Valley. It's a very it's right different. Behind that 14. Yeah. It's a very different brewery in that it well, it's owned by a woman. It's kind of in a like strip office complex, sort of. It's sort of nondescript. Yeah. But then you get inside there and there's like walls of books and they're big board game people there. Yes. There was a cribbage tournament happening. I did the book signing. People were really nice. Lori owns it uh, with her partner and they have games. They have lots of, there were families there. Yeah. So it just felt like kind of a, an interesting neighborhood place if you're in that part of town. Also, they had over a hundred beers. I don't even know how you do that. Wow. Literally. It was crazy. Wow. They were, there were so many beers. So not many on tap beers. though, or I don't know how it all got served, but they had handed me a, a menu. <coughs> there was fall beers that were specialty beers. There was the regular beer menu that was extensive. And then they still had the, some of the summer beers left. Huh. So okay. I was just like, wow, this is a lot of beer. It's That's hard to nice. choose. That's but nice. so that was a fun place. Check that out if you're interested. Yeah. Lots of gaming. Like they have game. Uh, gaming. Game, gaming. They have board games. Games. Um, I was on Twin Cities Live this week. We did the Thanksgiving table. I saw. <laughs> Tell me about that. Was it like a mock Thanksgiving? No, it was like they did all the recipes. And then, and then like we were the tasting table. You know, me and Lindsey Brown and Paul Folger, you know, and we just like all, we were all hanging out. And it was pretty funny. I mean, like... It was pretty funny. They just like everybody's tastes and flavors and stuff. And there was some crockpotting going on. There was some, you know, and then Vincent came in and he did the turkey thing. And oh, he's nice. the one who, who he suggested this, that you have like, if you get the bigger turkeys, which I always get, like maybe you should think about getting the smaller turkeys and getting two because the younger ones, the smaller they are, the younger they are, they're more tender. Oh, so if you get two of them, you guys, what if I and I think I've already missed my window because I've been so busy. I have not reserved my turkey. So I usually try to get the 20 pounders. What if I don't do that? What if I do two tens or two twelves? And and then this is the thing. I think I'm going to cut the legs off and braise them the night before and then just do the breast spatchcocked in the oven the day of. I'm all about it. Don't you think? I mean, I think you have the skill and the execution to get that done. (coughs) 
I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes for yeah, you. Yeah, that was totally Vincent's like idea. So I'm stealing that. I'm not I, stealing it. I'm yeah, just I like learning it. from him. Um, I am going to tell you, well, okay. I went through, I did a like prep for the feast on Fox. And I am going to tell you like, how many of this do you need? How many of that based on pounds? And all of that is, is interesting. But also like, I feel like this is really the year where people are doing classics because, of course, that's what you do. But I feel like we're not doing like total crazy things this year. Like, I feel like huh. people are having like one or two maybe unique sides, maybe a unique appetizer. But I feel like people are like, you know, how some years it's just like everything is like crazy and take a riff on this and a riff on that. Don't you feel like we're just like really traditional Thanksgiving menus this year? Um, I think it's just that role. You know what I mean? Like, as far as content goes, <laughs> as far as content goes, you do it this way this year. And then like, oh, we did it that way last year. So now we're going to do it this way this year. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah. I think I think it's the role of content. Like, there was a lot of like World coming out of the menus. pandemic. Yes. It was all about like, let's try something different. We've broken all the rules. Let's break them again. And this year is like, OK, we wrote all that last <laughs> year. So this year we're going to write about things that are a little bit more chill and a yeah. little bit more classic. So there's part of that. Uh, uh, bon Appetit, I think it is, has a new newsletter, and every week it's a it's called every it's whatever something it's a Thanksgiving newsletter that it's coming out just until Thanksgiving, and it's twice a week. Okay, and it's been interesting. It shows up in your up inbox, and it's like just like so. I mean, I know we're all searching for stuff, but it was kind of nice to just have it show up, and then I scrolled it while I was looking for other things. I was like, okay, I can now delete that, and I'm I don't want anything from it, but it was there. Yep, I liked it. Um, I have a stack of magazines that's going up to the lake with me. I'm actually leaving here and going to Fitker's bookstore to do a signing. Okay. And then, um, on tomorrow, yeah, is that (laughs) tomorrow I'm going to be in Ely and I'm doing a signing at Paragus, the outdoor store that has the book. So, okay. Also, I've been like trying to just manage because I'm going to Wisconsin for the feast. Right. And it's a quick turn because I have a bunch of Black Friday things happening that weekend. Oh. Just for pub- or publishing note, programming note, we will have a yeah. Saturday show this year after Thanksgiving where we will recap the wins, the losses, the fails. Uh, my daughter Ellie will be joining us. Someone from Steph's family will be joining us. She's created a tradition while I'm normally gone. Yeah, you're gone. Of the family show. So I thought we would carry that out. So if you're a weekly disher, we will have a, a live show for you on the Saturday following Thanksgiving. Um, okay, so today, just to give you a rundown of what we're going to be doing, yeah. we're going to talk with Jill Holter from The Wedge. We're going to do Thanksgiving prep. How much things do you need to make? Types of turkeys, what to stock up on, things to make in advance. We will take your questions throughout the show, not during the guest time, but any other time, feel free to call. I've got a whole lowdown on macaroni and cheese. We're going to talk from uh, Sarah Carroll from Greener Pastures. All of that wow. and more on The Weekly Dish, presented by our friend at Maker Smart, because of course you need that. We'll be right back. Everybody, love this song. Makes me get all in my feels. It is Thanksgiving, and we do have our friend Jill Holter on the line. She is with us from The Wedge. Hey there, Jill. Hi, Jill. How you doing? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Yay. I am good. Super good. Okay, Jill. Thank you for the bumper music. I needed a little hype. You need a little... I, we could just imagine you with your coffee mug in your kitchen, just kind of doing a little a little shaking. That's 100% exactly what I'm doing. I do, oh, go ahead. Okay, Jill, I have to ask the number one thing I got to ask. Are there still yeah. turkeys available? 
Yes, yes, yes. I was listening, and I thought that's the first thing I'm going to tell Stephanie is you can order turkeys at the Wedge in London Hills until November 18th. So and we have all the sizes, and you can throw in some special instructions to ask the butchers to spatchcock it for you. What? Wait a minute, what? You bet, you bet, you bet. Wait, oh my God, game changer. I don't have to do that? No, you don't have to do that. Oh my God, this is so, okay. I'll do that for you. This is magic, people. <laughs> you just you just changed my life. Seared up a sale. You just changed my life. Okay, no, but wait now. That was too good. You guys you buried the lead, and I picked it up. I, that's amazing. Okay, so we have Ferndale Market, Cottage on Farms, and Larry Shelter Organic. Do you, Jill, personally have a favorite among those three? You know, I've been buying Ferndale turkeys for probably twenty five years, yeah. twenty years. Um, it's always what I do. I always get a great turkey. Even the big ones are great. I mean, we all get a little tough when we get older and bigger, but um, the turkeys, <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> it's true. We all have a little bit of, we all have a little bit of worse of wear on our, uh, our carcasses, if you will. All right. Cause yeah, I've been doing do- people are so great. I, mean, I do love you know them. your farmers and you know how they're raising their turkeys and you see the happy people that work on the farms and the turkeys are very low stress. It's an easy decision. Okay. Now tell me, has it been, has, has like shopping been brisk for Thanksgiving? It Are people, is. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, I, my office is at the wedge, so I'm down in the store quite a bit and I'm in Linden Hills often. And there's just like a crackle in the air of excitement. Um, I think it's holiday also, but just there's more people. Basket sizes are bigger. People are finding what they need. Um, our supply chain woes have really decreased. Our shelves are full. It's really fun to see folks back out and shopping. I agree with you about the crackle yeah. in the air. Like, yeah. I was at um, I was at your more traditional grocer, not a natural foods or a co op grocer, and mm-hmm. I was realizing like how kind of the end caps are really have they've shopped. Like people are shopping, people are yeah. getting their dressing their their potatoes, all their stuff. It feels like kind of early. The pumpkin pie stuff was already kind of half gone. Not that they didn't restock, but it just does feel like people are like full on preparing for big meals. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are gathering again. Um, It feels a little more likely to have big celebrations. So folks are realizing they got to get their stuff, but um, we don't have any gaps on our shelves. Um, We are, Stocked and loaded and ready to go, and a lot of unique items that you won't find at traditional grocery stores. Mainly local things. Like what are some? Of, what are some of the things that you've been seeing that are at the co-op? Of course, supporting local, keeping the money local. What are some of the things that you think people would be surprised to like find and happy to find? Well, you know, we've had drought for two years, yeah. and it's kind of been most of the state of Minnesota. So I think there's an idea that maybe farms have been suffering, and they have. It's been really tough. But when you walk into the front of the store and you see literally Mount Vesuvius of Featherstone Farm squash, um, and it's colorful, and I mean, it's literally a mountain of squash. And we've got a big um, cranberry bin. Uh, we've got bulk cranberries from Wisconsin. Just the abundance is there, and it feels so good to know that the farmers have a place to sell their goods, and we have these great relationships, and they're not traveling thousands of miles to get to us. They're just coming, you know up the state, across the border, very close by. And it just, it all looks gorgeous. Oh my God. Okay. So now I know a lot of people are kind of still, I know that the report came out that inflation is down a little bit. And so people are excited, but there are people who are still kind of like watching their pennies. And you had a little tip here talking about leaning into the bulk aisle. So talk a little bit about that. 
Well, you know, um, you were talking about people wanting to change up recipes every Thanksgiving, and those of us that love to cook are always trying that. And you know how you get a recipe and it's like you need a tablespoon of this spice and a half a teaspoon of this herb. And then you go look at the bottle of the spice or the herb. It's like, oh, it's $8. Right. I'm never going to use all that. That's where bulk comes in. You can grab your um, ground ginger or your turmeric or your specialty cinnamon or whatever your recipe calls for. And you can literally buy a tablespoon. That's pretty cool. And you know you're not going to waste anything. Yeah. And you bring it home and you put it in your cute mason jar in your pantry and you feel really good about um, how much you've spent and how much you're not going to waste. So bulk is great for that. And then also snacks. Um, we need snacks. We're going to have cocktails before the meal, and we need snacks. And bulk is brimming with nuts and crackers. That's a good idea. And sweets and chocolates, and you can just put out bowls. And those of us that love kind of the old school um, assortment of bowls full of nibbles, that's where the bulk aisle comes in. I just have to say, too, you just as you're talking about nuts, I'm thinking about I have a recipe on my website that I did. I think it was two years ago, Stephanie, for the, the spice nuts yeah. in the crock pot. Yeah. Where you Yum. just do the brown sugar and the cayenne and make the nice spicy nut mixture. Put that all of it in the <coughs> crock pot and then you dump them out on your counter to set up overnight. Yeah. Oh, nice. that sounds great. Yeah, we've got um, we've got lots of raw nuts. So they haven't been roasted. They haven't been salted, which is perfect for a recipe like that. Yeah. And nut butters too. Yum. So mm-hmm. good. One yeah, thing. We've got the grind your own nut butters in the bulk area as well. So you can get peanut butter and almond butter and you grind it fresh yourself right there. One thing that I think is surprising about the co-ops that I want people to know, you know how we get to like Stephanie and I both make like she makes her jingle hooch. I make a Bailey's. <laughs> I've made a Tom and Jerry batter. We do a lot of gifting of food. And mm-hmm. the co-ops, and particularly you guys, have such great containers, like the plastic yeah. containers, but also the glass jars, the cruets, the things for gifting. And you have yeah. a lot of that in stock right now. We do. And, you know, you can you can order those from enormous retailers and they can arrive on your doorstep. But you're not going to get the specialty items. And when you come into the store and you see all the cute options and the different sizes and, you know, we've got... Um, uh, vanilla and almond extract on tap, as it were, in the bulk aisle. And it's a huge savings. And wouldn't it be fun to fill up a cute little cruet with a specialty thing like that and give it as a gift? Or local honey or maple syrup. Yep. It's a great way to give. And or ho- make your own hooch. Right. Always. But um, <laughs> but that's also a good hostess gift if you're going to visit yes. someone. So. I made uh, cranberry <laughs> syrup with cranberries just this week to bring to my sister for Thanksgiving. So one other thing before we wrap quickly, vegan options, you guys have tons of vegetarian options. And what I noticed is you're selling Thanksgiving meals by the plate. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of folks that are by themselves or maybe they're working and they're not going to be able to get to their celebration, but they really want the plate of deliciousness. Thanks, Jill. an entire meal on a plate. We're going to put links up. Thank you. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. It is the Wedge and Linden Hills co-op that I just want you to know. Where I am going today on my way home to order my turkeys and have them butcher cooked. I'm literally going to Linden Hills, so if I see you there, I see you there. If you are just looking for a small Thanksgiving situation, maybe for someone that you're bringing it to someone that's in an old folks home or it's just you and one person, you can literally (laughs) buy plates of food already prepped and prepared. (laughs) I don't know why that just like, you just like lumped them into like, 
old folks because i'm thinking about my stepdad <laughs> that's why because he's alone and i'm gonna be out of town you just made me feel real pathetic i'm just like okay i could before i leave town grab him a plate of food yeah. so that he has something when we're gone that's nice that's what i was thinking okay. about um okay i was also thinking about thanksgiving preparations Let's all right talk about it i did a segment on jason's show this week and i just you know as someone who's done the home cooking thing for some time, there's lots of things to think about. So you have the what should you serve, right? Like, okay, you've got grandma's stuffing and you've got your mashed potatoes and how are you going to make your gravy and all that. You have the plan is what you're saying. Well, because you, when I first met you, you would write down <laughs> oh, I still on a do. giant sheet of paper. Every time. And then you would save your papers. Yeah, I have them. Okay. And you would go through years past yeah. and look at your papers. Yeah. I'm not as organized as you. Well, and that's. I mean, honestly, that's like barely organized. It is really because that paper is the day of like that's that's like the war sheet. The checklist. And yeah. it's, it gets splattered and it gets moved around. It gets taped up to cabinets. I love that idea. And it's like everybody looks at it and I'm like, here's this is our timing. This is you go here. Yep. You do this. You know, I love this idea. Yeah. All right. So just let's say, do you know? Okay, I'm just going to go through the numbers. This is like Kai Rizdal on what's that on the money on. I don't your, know who that is. Oh, it's National Public Radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got five I servings. To my talk. <laughs> five to six people coming for servings. Yeah. What? How big do you need for your turkey? Five to six. Five to six people you coming. You need a ten pounder. No, ten to twelve. Six to eight pounds. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let's you level plan, set something. I know you plan about a pound a person. Are you asking me personally? <laughs> if you're Stephanie, you need leftovers. You need turkey sandwiches for at least two days. Okay. Minimum two days. So 10 servings, you're going to have a 13 to 15 pound turkey, 20 servings, 22 to 26 pounds, or you can, again, buy two smalls and there you go. Are you, here's a question with this in mind. Are you thinking that most people take two servings of turkey, one serving of turkey and all the side, like... Do you think like you need less turkey if you do more sides? Um, this is a no follow up question sorry, zone. Sorry, sorry. And when sorry. I get all done, we can come back to that. Should question. I raise my hand after? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, raise my hand after the segment. Okay, appetizers. Yeah. How many appetizers? Five to six people. One. I only ten. want one. Okay, ten servings. You need two appetizers. Wait, when you're saying ten servings, people. Oh, okay, say people, so I can fit. Twenty that people. Out. You need three appetizers. Well, yes. Uh, appetizers are very controversial in my family because that's all people want to eat is appetizers. And mm. I'm like, do not bring your appetizers and ruin my meal. Okay. I'm very cognizant of that and do not want to fill up on bread yes. and cheese. So this year I do have Rush Creek Reserve right in my fridge already. Well, and which you? is too soon. And of course I'm going to eat it by next week. Sure. People, this is like the biggest joke. Not gonna last. No, it's not going to last. But I kind of, Joey and Ryan and I were talking last night. I might do oysters. Mm. which is like light like Yum. you know what i mean and like but like it kind of gives you like a moment it's a love. little celebratory we do oysters for christmas eve i know you do i was thinking about that yeah love it okay bottles of wine if you have <laughs> five servings five to six you need three bottles of wine for five to six people five to six people you need three bottles of wine correct 10 people six what? 20 That's people a lie. 12 20 people need 20 bottles that just says something about us, Stephanie. Okay, starchy side dishes. Okay, starchy side. Five to six people, one. Ten servings or ten people, two. Twenty people, at least three. Three starchy, starchy sides. So that might be like a, a mashed potato. It might be a butternut squash. And it might be a, a wild rice. My Thanksgiving t-shirt this year would be, or should be, how many potatoes are too many potatoes? <laughs> because I want to have 
at least four kinds of potatoes on my table because I love potatoes. I think that's great, though. It's fun. It's kind of like a theme. Uh, Veggie side dishes, six servings. You've got one. This is side dishes or salads. Okay, veggie side dishes or salad for six people. You have one thing. Ten servings, ten people, you're going to have two things. Twenty people, you're going to have three things. And really, you know, less, we've talked about For salads. six people, you need, to, well, for veggie side dishes, you're talking like those are the carrots and those are like the... Those are the carrots or the peas like the squash, or the green beans. And the, squash is a starchy side. Oh. Oh, wait, what? Okay. Okay, so just veg. But, but like delicatas to me are not starchy sides. Like delicata rings... Those are for most people that would be considered a starchy side. Really, a ring of squash is not to me doesn't feel starchy. Okay, I know. I'm sorry. That's just <laughs> the same. Where did the follow up question? I'm sorry. Debate I forgot. Go? I forgot the rule. I forgot okay. the rule. Pies or desserts? You need like a bell to ding me out. <laughs> Stop. I know. Sorry. Uh, pies or desserts? Five to six servings. One, and that makes sense because each thing usually gives you about eight to twelve. Yeah. Uh, ten people two, and twenty people three. Can I ask, okay, this is not a follow-up question. This is a clarifying thing for you personally. If you had 10 people, would you feel okay with two pies? Yes. You would? I would. Okay. Because each one gives you 12 servings. Each pie gives you 12? Pretty much. I mean, depending on how big you're cutting it. I mean, that's those are slivers. Yeah, and we always kind of, most people want like a sliver of one and a sliver of the other. I think you need more. I think for me personally, if I had three, if I had two pies, I'd feel like I'm, I would be worried. So I would have three pies minimum for 10 people. Okay. Cause I am making the pies this year. Oh, you are. Okay. So I think we have like 16 people and I'm just bringing two pies, but the kids were crappy and like, Oh, well, we're not going to eat those. So like, well, is anyone making an ice cream pie? Right. I was right. like, no, that's not this holiday. No, uh, uh-uh. but I will probably cause <laughs> they're my nieces and I love them. Well, make some like pumpkin cookies or something. Oh, I like do that. have those good pumpkin cookies. I have a good pumpkin bar. I also, I think I told you I made those salted caramel apple bars. Yeah. 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 That could be good. I think that's a great, that's a great a alternative to pie and you press it, one. the crust. So yeah, yeah. it's not as hard. No, I like that. Okay. Uh, what types of turkeys should you buy? Fresh versus frozen. What's the number one mistake people make on Thanksgiving, Stephanie? They think that their turkey is not frozen, and so then they don't... They don't thaw it out. They don't thaw it, so they think they can just... Your turkey, and the bigger, the more time, but it needs a minimum of two days to thaw in the refrigerator. And for many larger turkeys, that is not enough. So err on the side of caution. I hear this. Give your turkey three days in the refrigerator. And the morning of or the night before, check it. Like if you're going to start your bird. I'd say the night before, check it. Yeah. And like you can get up at five, pull your turkey out of the refrigerator right away when you get up. You've got other things that you're prepping. You're going to make your dressing, your butter for it's the It's not going to go whatever. bad sitting on your counter. No. And it's clear. also not going to go bad one <clears throat> extra day in the refrigerator. Right. Get that turkey thawing way earlier than you think. Um, are we going to talk brines or no? Well, okay. self-basting or pre-brined. These are types of turkeys. Oh. So no, just you can buy a pre-brined or self-basted turkey. They're injected with broth, salt, seasonings, and flavorings. No. Don't buy those. Don't. Just don't. Yeah, just, just don't trust. Don't. You don't need to. And if you, you don't see, know exactly what the levels are. You don't know what the tastes are. Don't do it. If you see something injected with salt, pass. Inject your own salt. That's fine. Just don't just because you know how much, you know what I mean? Like you want to be able to regulate that. Um, Also, the term natural turkeys. Many of these have salt, water and natural flavorings added to them. 
and that's that's not bad per se. But you just have to remember you that are then captive to how that flavor is working already and then and the salt level and if you don't know it because we don't like buy a bird like two weeks ago and try it and see if it's good unless you were doing this forever but but like to me it's like you have to know because then what if you add more salt if you add more salt because you think it's not going to be enough but you won't know to the end just that that's what worries me and there's a couple i mean how many turkeys have you had that are under salted a million Mostly. and then how many turkeys have you had that the gravy is so salty because all, of all my of gravy those, is a fail yeah, all those juices come Here's it, you guys. This is, you know, the instant pot gravy recipe that I did last year. It's foolproof. I have to go look at my sheet because I feel like we did a gravy last year that was okay, but it wasn't great. I don't know. I feel like that's my history with gravy, though. It's like, okay, but not great. And I remember one year when I was looking back, and I think it was like 2014 or something like that, where I had a spectacular gravy that I made the day before. Yes. With red wine. Yeah. I got to find that one. You can can use the chicken parts if you have them. You can use the schmaltz from roast chickens. Well, here's my other thing, too. If I am braising the legs the night before, I'm going to have some good stuff. You are. So, And if you make that that instant put the gravy in the instant pot, you just seal it up. It sits. It's good. It saves. You don't have to have it on the stove. You're not doing it the last minute. I want to say one thing about brining, too, as far as it goes um, with, like, the idea between dry brine and wet brine. I know a lot of people are still battling, you know, and I kind of, I think I've done dry for the last couple years. I don't think I'm going to go back to wet. Yeah, we're big, a dry Remember, brine. I always did the black tea bourbon brine, yes. and that was delicious, and I still, but I just, the idea of, like, Although now if I get it spatchcocked, maybe I will try it because I'll have the to do idea it in of you wrestling with the large turkey oh God, that one guys. year and trying to get it in the cooler and all in of my the brine. cooler and it was like <laughs> splashing everywhere. And I was like, no, when I tried to spatchcock the big one, yes. and I had to like get on top of it. And it was slippery. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard one. Okay, here's a, I don't know why this felt revelatory to me, <laughs> but. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. uh, did you know that when you see on your packaging, like, no added hormones, did you know that no turkeys sold in the USA have been given hormones or steroids? Mm. So that's like a non That's the thing. I know. It's but you illegal. don't know. I know. And it's so, y- you don't have to see that on your turkey packaging because it's against the it's law. It's not legal. Yep. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> and they're like, this vodka is fat free. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, Things to make in advance, pie crust. Yes. So you get those made, freeze them. They're ready for you. You take them out of the freezer. freezer, You pour your filling in. You throw that in the oven. That freezing and taking the time for that to come up to temperature to bake is what allows you to get a flaky pie crust because that butter is set and doesn't just melt out right away. And that's why you get slump is because they're not chilled. So I have the, remember the galette I made for the cookbook swap? Uh-huh. I have another chunk of that dough in the freezer right now. You're perfect. I totally just remembered that as yeah. you're talking. <laughs> so pull it out, roll it, and then re just either cook it, it right then or just leave it in there. Okay. That's a good um, idea. Cranberry sauce you can make ahead. Any of the vinaigrettes for salads you can make ahead. Can Any I tell you the- what I'm going to make for my cranberry this year? Sure. Jello salad. That's fun. I'm making cranberry jello. That's fun. Salad. That's fun. You have a little ones. I think that's fun. All right. Uh, ingredients to stock up on before we break. Uh, have extra stock. You always need that. Butter, lemons, and herbs. Any of those things can decorate a platter, amplify flavor. Those are the things you have, even if you think you're not going to use them. And that's my turkey prep. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish, 651-641-1071. If you want to give us your thoughts 
ask questions. We'll take questions this whole show. 651-641-1071. If you're at home trying to figure out what you're doing, give us a shout. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We've got some questions. We've got some folks on the line. 651-641-1071. Mary Beth was very cute. She said, when did Stephanie have her article in the St. Paul Pioneer Press? Uh, she wants to know because she missed it. It was, I don't know if even you saw this, Stephanie. No. It was pretty epic. It was an entire spread on the Eat section of the Pioneer Press. It was also on TwinCities.com. And there was a picture of my candied Brussels sprouts that was literally like half of the top fold. I took that on my iPhone. Yeah, I know. At my cabin. Like, that felt like, oh my gosh. That was all. And there were two recipes in there. There was the cast iron chicken pot pie. And there was the, um, what was the other recipe that was in there? Cast iron (laughs) chicken pot pie. And I'll have to figure it out. Oh, candied Brussels sprouts. That's why they had the picture. But uh, it was just crazy that a national newspaper had my iPhone picture you know, you, you're used to this because this is your life, but it was pretty exciting. <laughs> uh, and the story got picked up by Yahoo, too. Yahoo News. And I was going to say, because it was Pioneer Press, so it wasn't national, but it, it was then picked got picked up, up in by Yahoo their other, News. Got it. And then I looked on Amazon yesterday, and the book was number two for Midwest Cookbooks. Oh, cool. And I, that had to directly be because of the article. So thank you, Mary Beth. Yeah, You awesome. can still find it. And also, I think I put a link on my Stephanie's Dish Facebook page. Oh, you know I did, because yeah. that's all I do is put talk about there. myself. Uh, so let's go on. Uh, here's a question. Brian, hold on the line for a second. The question is, where can I pick up the best Parker House rolls or butter rolls in the Twin Cities? So that's a thing. <clears throat> a lot of the Parker House rolls orders, I would check Belcor and see if you can buy them there. I know that the Spoon and Stable you know, order is sold out. But I think you can still buy them, just the rolls at Belcor. Who was it? And it might have been you that was just talking about the little... Oh, it was the Wedge in Linden Hills. She was talking about the sweet potato buns, the little slider buns that they have there. The potato rolls at Rustica. Okay. Do potato rolls at Rustica because they're basically like your Parker House rolls. They, I still have two in my fridge and I was just like, I'm, I'm hoarding them because <laughs> I don't have any ham. And what I really want is a ham and butter sandwich on one of those rolls. So I'm like literally going to go buy ham today so I can finish eating my rolls. So th- that's a good place. Rustica will have them for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, here is, I'm going to give you one <clears throat> other um, idea and it's probably not popular. Um, I think Patisserie 46 has just great holiday breads. And I don't yes. know about if they're going to have a soft roll like that, but you could call and ask. Okay, France 44. I just wanted to make sure they still had them. They have house-made Parker House rolls, one dozen flaky buttery rolls, $14. Yum. Okay. France 44. So we got that taken care of. Yep. Uh, all right. We got Brian. Uh, Chrissy didn't want to be on air. Hang on, Brian. Sorry, I'll get to you in a sec. 651-641-1071. Please call in if you've got questions for us. We will answer them. Chrissy wants to know where to buy sides and gravy for Thanksgiving. Um, France 44. <laughs> I'm looking at theirs. I see poultry gravy for 16 bucks for a pint. They've got Yukon gold mashed potatoes for a quart. They've got stuffing, all sorts of stuff. Also, Alma has everything but the turkey for you. They've got great, like, God, apple leek, wild apple leek stuffing, I think. I don't know. Wild rice, apple leek stuffing. Lots of great stuff at Alma. Certix has Certix. it. Wedge with Linden Hills we just got yep. off the phone A lot with. of the grocery stores will do it like on a catering basis, too. Also, um, the grocer's table in Wyzetta yes. has like things great that you sides. can buy. Great sides. 
um, individual, just gravy if you want to enhance maybe what you have. Uh, okay, now we're going to get to Brian's call. Hi, Brian. How you doing? Hi, Brian. Sorry, are you with I'm not us? That fast. You, I wasn't ready. No, oh, that's okay. He is on. Hi, Brian. How you doing? Hey, Brian. Good. Um, you mentioned that Julie Powell died. Yes. Um, and I went back. I've got the DVD and the special features. They talk with Nora Ephron and Julie Powell and Amy Adams. And Nora does the commentary for the film. Her mother said, "You can never have too much butter." Yes. Oh, yes. Brian, that's nice to. I forgot. Uh, Julie Powell was. We the, talked about her last week. Okay, and yeah. she was so young when she died at forty-nine. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, thank you for calling in, Brian, and yep. reminding us. The that perfect the sentiment for sure. And they you know, talked to Nora, Nora, and and Amy Powell, uh, Julie Powell, Amy Adams, and Meryl Streep on the special features. Oh wow, that's so, cool. Yep, on the DVD. All right, kids. Thank Bye. you. Yep. Um, what is the heartburn Nora Ephron's movie yeah. with her and Jack Nicholson and eating the spaghetti in the bed? Still, one of my like favorite movies. Yeah, but it makes my heart hurt. I know, but it's it my favorite. It's supposed to. Yeah, like watching um, Kramer versus Kramer. Also, another coincidentally great Meryl Streep movie. A great movie. It is a great movie, and it just. I just feel it so hard because I don't know. Even when I my parents weren't divorced was when I first saw that movie, but that is like such a a movie about divorce that is just amazing. And yeah, and during this time when there's a lot of like split families and you know things like people pushing you know different things together to make a table or whatever, this is a tough one for a lot of people. Like Thanksgiving was hard, and Thanksgiving was. We almost lost it in my house, and then, you know, we just, like, basically held on to it for dear life, and now it's our favorite thing. 651-641-1071. If you want to call, we'll take your call after the break, too. We've got our top two in hour two coming up. We've got uh, five different macaroni and cheese. Actually, I have six macaroni and cheese recipes. I don't know. I've decided macaroni and cheese needs to be on the Thanksgiving table, so... We're going to go ahead and add that. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. Make your Maker's Mark apple cider cocktails. You can find recipes on the website.